This is the Mike Corley program. The great tendency to say, well, if Mr. So-and-so said it, it must be okay. Because Mr. So-and-so is such a big guy, you know, he's such a well-known guy. He has such a big church. He's written so many books. Don't ever make that mistake. The outward person of the messenger does not validate his message. Rather, the nature of his message validates the messenger. Wake the Engaging today's culture with biblical truth. Mike Corley is on right now. The gospel is being preached. Christ is being made known. We welcome to the broadcast uh, today. We are honored to have Dr. D. James Kennedy. Uh, many of you know Dr. Kennedy from uh, the Truths That Transform Radio and Television Ministry. He is senior minister at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Coral Ridge, Florida. And uh, Dr. Kennedy is on the phone with us right now. Dr. Kennedy, thank you so much, sir, for spending some time with us today. Well, thank you very much, Mike. A pleasure to talk to you and to your audience. Where are you located? We are in Vicksburg, Mississippi, which is um, about, um, about 35, 40 miles west of Jackson. Okay, gotcha. And... Um, you, of course, probably know Dr. J. Ligon Duncan at First Presbyterian Jackson. Yes, I think he's an outstanding man. He is. He uh, was on our program just a week or so ago, as a matter of fact. Good man. Dr. Kennedy, uh, The Da Vinci Delusion is a DVD that I have in my hand. Uh, it's going to be uh, broadcast nationally this weekend, um, talking about uh, the facts, quote-unquote, uh, concerning the Da Vinci Code, which is, uh, I don't know anyone who wouldn't know about the uh, the best-selling book, which will be a movie, uh, be released next Friday. Um, why should uh, c- uh, Christians be so concerned about the Da Vinci Code? Good question, Mike. And I haven't asked that. I think, uh, first of all, that at least 40 people have already met, read the book, with some more coming out in paperback, so it could be 50 million people will read that book, and who knows how many people will see this Big time, um, 150 million or whatever it is, motion picture that they're producing. It would be the all time largest assault on Christianity that's ever been made. It is a subtle but broadside attack against the basic doctrines of Christianity, uh, specifically the Catholic Church, but more generally, the entirety of Christianity, and for that matter, all of Western civilization, which is, as you know, based upon the Christian faith. So therefore, I think that's, that is adequate reason to be concerned. A second reason would be because it is so deceptive. It starts out by saying on the cover, the Da Vinci Code, a novel. Mm-hmm. But if you open to the first page you will find toward the top of the page and a line all by itself separated from the coming paragraph one single word written in all capital letters fact right now the cover says fiction the inside page says fact which is it well the truth is it is an amalgamation an admixture of fiction and truth in such a way that the average american could not discern one from the other and therefore it makes it particularly deceptive as well as destructive. 
those are the reasons why Christians ought to be concerned. I like the comments made by Dr. Paul Meyer on the Da Vinci Delusion that said talked about the um, the the foreground uh, circumstances in the Da Vinci Code are are obviously fiction, but the background is fact, and which will give a lot of validity uh, to the entire um, story and the entire film to many people. Agree? Yes. Uh, Paul Myers, an excellent historian from uh, Western University University, Western Michigan University, mm-hmm. excuse me. Um, <clears throat> and one historian said that if this were to be out in public uh, driving around with it on a sign, you'd be pulled over by the history police and remanded to History 101. That's true. It is so replete with historical errors that if it weren't for the ignorance of the American people about history, it would be laughed out of court, just as virtually every historian has done. With that taken, uh, Dr. Kennedy, about the ignorance of, of so many Americans and the fact that so many people are uh, so taken in by this, are you surprised by the tremendous fascination of the Da Vinci Code, the book, and now the film? Lord knows what that thing will do. Uh, yes and no. I think everybody, probably including the author, was surprised by the fact that any book would sell over 40 million copies. Uh, however, when you consider what it is that makes it attractive, consider some of these things. It is, as I say, a wholesale assault upon Christianity. There are a lot of people in this country that would be happy to read such a book as that. It denies the deity of Christ. Uh, Teabing, the supposed notable historian, a fictitious character, says to this young ingenue, an innocent young girl, that, of course, Jesus was just a man, just like any other man. Well, there's, a, there's an attack upon the deity of Christ, the principal foundation of Christianity. And then he says to her, and of course the Bible was not sent down from heaven by a fax, which I'm sure that you believed and I believe, mm-hmm. of course it's nonsense, but the Bible is just a book, just like any other book. So we destroy the foundation of Christianity in the Scriptures and the deity of Christ, which is its principal uh, subject, and you have as bold an attack upon Christianity as you're going to find. And I think unbelievers would find that fascinating. Secondly, it is feminine. Uh, it is the search for the divine feminine. And according to him, the Church was supposed to actually be a goddess religion. What he's really teaching here is a pagan goddess religion with Mary Magdalene as the goddess, and uh, which is typical of ancient pagan religions. So what we really have here is the introduction of ancient paganism under the guise of supposedly true Christianity. Furthermore, it is filled with all kinds of sexual permission. You actually have uh, the, the permission of God for any kind of sexual act. This attracts a whole lot of people. In fact, the most blasphemous thing in the book that I know of is where if you go to the temple in the Old Testament, if you may, there was the outer court, then the inner court, and then the Holy of Holies behind the great uh, huge uh, veil where there was the Ark of the Covenant, the angels at either end, the mercy seat, and there God dwelt in a visible presence uh, between the angels in the mercy seat, where once a year the high priest came in and offered sacrifice for the people. Well, there was the Shekinah glory. 
Now, to most Americans, that would be a totally foreign term. In fact, the matter is, it is Hebrew. Shekinah, Shekinah glory was the glory of God, the blinding light of the glory of God, which filled the temple mm -hmm. when it was dedicated and was so blinding that the people could not even go into the temple, anywhere in the temple, because of that light until that finally subsided. Well, so that's what the Shekinah glory is, the glory of God. Right. But not to our author uh, for this. What we have from Dan, the author of, of this book, is that Shekinah, are you ready for this, is mm -hmm. a woman. Wow. And what is going on in the Holy of Holies is sexual intercourse between the all-holy Jehovah and the woman Shekinah glory. And once a year, people can go in and observe this sexual intercourse. I mean, that is so blasphemous, I can't even think what kind of a perverted mind would come up with something like that. A close-up look at The Da Vinci Code, Hidden Truth or Best-Selling Lie, You Be the Judge. That is part of a clip from the film, uh, the DVD, The Da Vinci Delusion, which is going to be airing nationwide on uh, television stations across America, and Dr. D. James Kennedy is the host of that program. Dr. Kennedy is on the phone with us today from uh, all the way from Florida. Dr. Kennedy, um... Looking at some of the uh, the points, uh, some of the claims that the Da Vinci Code makes, uh, uh, like you said in, before we went to the break, just unbelievable blasphemy. Jesus and Mary Magdalene were man and wife. There's no evidence whatsoever to back up any of that, is it? Right. And, you know, I first talked to somebody, and they mentioned that, and I said, nonsense. And they said, well, what if they were married? You know, what if they were married? And, you know, there are a whole lot of... Uh, ideas that are uh, couched in those words, what if. And, but there's not a scintilla of historical evidence to the fact that they were. What if Jesus was a Martian? What if? Well, how do you know he wasn't? What if Jesus was a Martian? Does the Bible say he wasn't? Of course mm -hmm. not. So you can conceive any kind of a ridiculous idea and then couch it in what if. Right. And, of course, there's nothing wrong with marriage. Uh, the apostles defended it and said that it is perfectly right, and we take it from that. But in the Da Vinci Code, uh, the whole thing is to try to have this uh, sexual immorality endorsed by God. In fact, they say if you want to have a relationship with God, the best way to do it you know, if you were to go to church and ask your pastor what's the best way to have a relationship with God, he would no doubt tell you faith in Christ or grace mm -hmm. or love or communion or something like that. But uh, Dan Brown tells us that it is sex, sexual intercourse with the divine feminine. It's based upon the ancient pagan idea, which uh, we find re revived uh, in modern New Age theology, which was feminine. Most of your pagan religions were worship of feminine goddesses, and that's what Brown is reintroducing here. That, uh, therefore, it doesn't matter whether it's with a married partner or with a single, whether it is marriage or adultery or fornication, it's all perfectly all right. 
because it's the closest that you're ever going to get to God. One of the other claims uh, that the Da Vinci Code makes, and it's strange that uh, one minute they claim to be fact and the other minute it says it's not, is that the divinity of the Lord Jesus is an invention of church leaders at the Council of Nicaea. The divinity of Christ was an uh, invention of the church leaders in Nicaea. Yes, it, it says that, which is utterly absurd. There is abundant evidence between, that between the death and resurrection of Christ in 30 A.D., and the Council of Nicaea in 325, there are all kinds of the ancient uh, Christian fathers, as they're known, that, uh, that support the divinity of Christ and make it very clear that Christians worship Jesus Christ as God. As God. Even Pliny the Younger, a pagan r- Roman ruler, said that what Christians did is they met early in the morning in underground caves and so on and worshiped Jesus as God. So the belief that Jesus was God, by the way, is found all the way through the New Testament and into the early church history. And the idea that this was not uh, proclaimed until 325 is utter nonsense. What should, what should we come away with after reading the book and seeing the film? Uh, one man says uh, that everything in the Da Vinci Code is wrong, except that Paris is in France, London's in England, and Da Vinci painted pictures. Everything else is fabrication. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's not too bad. I think I mentioned that somebody said the, the history police would pick him up and, and uh, send him back to History 101. By the way, I talked to Paul Meyer, who is a well-known historian, Western Michigan University, and who is quoted in my, my book, which is The Da Vinci Myth versus the Gospel Truth, and he said that if any student turned in a paper with as many historical errors in it as in the Da Vinci Code, he would have flunked him. <laughs> he wouldn't have given him a C or a D, but he would give him an F. And that's what the book ought to get. And if Americans weren't so uh, uninformed, especially about religious history or any history, right. uh, they would give this an F as well. Instead, we're giving him $175 million. What should the attitude, Dr. Kennedy, of believers be toward this film? Uh, should we see it? Are you encouraging believers not to see it? What are, you, what are you telling folks? Well, I'm not really telling them anything about that. Uh, I do believe, I don't think, I want to waste my, I don't want to enrich uh, Dan Brown any more than he is. Uh, I think that what believers ought to do is get one of the several dozen books that are available, uh, such as The Da Vinci Myth and The Gospel Truth, and read up on it and find out what are many fallacies of the book so that when people are going to talk about it, Right. I mean, people at your work, people at school, people, your neighbors, are going to talk about it. It gives you an excellent opportunity to present the truth of the gospel. We're wanting to see if one of the local theaters here will uh, give us a pre-screening of the film. I'm like you. I don't want to pay to watch it, and uh, I don't want to add anything to Dan Brown's uh, pocketbook on that. Um, we close with this, Dr. Kennedy, uh, a quote in um, World Net Daily Today from uh, your book, The Da Vinci Myth versus the Gospel Truth. Uh, Where you say, in time, the Da Vinci myth will be discarded into the dustbin of history, along with all of the other attempts to discredit Christ, while the gospel truth will continue to spread. Amen. I believe that. I do, too. Um, 
I think that is the, the greatest tragedy of, of the situation with the Da Vinci Code is it's a lot of people will read the book, see the film, and they will come away believing that this is what uh, the gospel is about, this is what salvation, this is what religion is about. And uh, how should we as believers prepare to be able to answer the questions and to minister to people as we should? Well, as I said, I think they need to read some books. If they can't find another one, uh, The Da Vinci Myth versus the Gospel Truth is mine, and when we produce our special, that we'll offer that to the people. They can write and get a copy of it. And that just uh, is a collection of all the facts that are wrong in The Da Vinci Code and the real truth about the Gospel. I think it would be very enlightening to most Americans, and it would certainly prepare them to deal with people who have swallowed the uh, Dan Brown hook. I agree. The uh, The program is entitled The Da Vinci Delusion. It will be airing this weekend on television stations across the country. And if you go to the website, davincidelusion.tv, you can uh, find ways to, uh, to find where the stations are, to get the video itself, to even view a trailer of that. And Dr. D. James Kennedy has been our guest on the Mike Quilly program. Dr. Kennedy, we thank you so much. We appreciate your ministry. It's been a true honor and a true blessing to uh, spend a few minutes with you. We thank you for all that you do for the cause of our Lord. Well, thank you, Mike, and God bless you and all of your listeners there in Mississippi. Praise Him. We did well.